When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko Table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. The Yonko Table is back in session for another expedition into uncharted territory for another treasure hunting adventure. That's right. We're talking Uncharted, the movie, based on the video game. 2022 baby we're here to talk about the uncharted film released by sony and directed by um i don't know who the director is but starring ruben fleischer ruben fleischer he was the i think that's how you pronounce his name right right uh ruben fleischer at the director's helm and uh tom holland and mark Wahlberg. uh portraying the titular characters of nathan drake and Victor Sullivan, quotation mark Sully. Uh, but you hear him with me as well, folks. We have uh, Yonko Grandmaster Hoop with us today. <laughs> we went to go see the movie <laughs> together, and I don't, I don't know. I got a lot to say, man. But, but you, do you have anything as like our segue into like an intro? Like, like what do you think? Uh, you know, um. I mean, well, we're going to get into the nitty gritty, but just, you know, there's a level that video game adaptations need to meet when it comes to appealing to the fans of the games, but you cannot sacrifice that for an actual story that qualifies for a movie. And with that said, if you can't execute either, (laughs) well, then here we are. (laughs) Yeah. I mean was this a surprise was this like a genuine surprise over like okay you're right there is an expectation for um an adaptation based on any property right whether it's like an anime a show a book uh, a video game no less um but video games in the uh, film industry usually have a bad rap for um being terrible (laughs) Uh, and it's a mix of the two things that you said that they, they can never tell their own story that sets them apart from the other competition. And sometimes at the same time, they deviate from what made the series so great for the fans of, of the video game. Uh, and that's been a, a thing for a long time with video games. Recently, in recent years, we've had some, you know, um, adaptations that break the mold and they're nothing spectacular, but for the most part, they're pretty decent. They're pretty, they're, they're, I would say even good, great. And the first one that comes to mind, and there's like maybe one or two others, 
But for me personally, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic like, the Hedgehog. Agree. That movie, fantastic. And that's me going with, in with low expectations, thinking, oh, man, it's another video game movie. It's, oh, God, it's going to be terrible. But no, it excelled at that. So that right there showed me this can work. You can make, if you can make a movie based off of a CGI hedgehog running at breakneck speeds, <laughs> anything else is possible. No more excuses. So Uncharted fails to meet all those expectations. It really does. It it really does. I mean, what? Th this movie has been in production hell since 2008. Jeez, 2008? Since 2008. Mind oh, I you, didn't know it was that long ago. It, Jeez. it was that long ago. Mind you, Uncharted 1 came out in 2007, if I'm remembering correctly. Either yeah, that sounds right. Or, or 2006 um and despite you know because the fans including myself were not really fond of uncharted one you know it was okay it was the foundation whatever the the, the pilot the, the pilot, pilot. <laughs> it was the pilot season and right it got so much better after that oh leagues leagues so the gap between two and one is exponential Exactly. So despite my distaste for Uncharted 1, by many, it was still considered a critical and financial success, which kickstarted the rest of the series. Based on that success in 2008, Sony and I think maybe Columbia Pictures was like the original like uh, production company. They're like, we got to do a movie on this. This is literally Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider mixed together. We have got to make a film. We've got to. And ever since, multiple directors, different writers, different actors to portray. At one point, Chris Pratt was on the line to play Nathan Drake. Oh, no. Oh, uh -uh. yes. Oh, I yeah. wouldn't. Oh, I see it right here. You're right. Absolutely yes. not. No. Nope. He declined. He declined, he declined. saying, no, I am not going to be a part of this. <laughs> um. And at one point, um, uh, Mark Wahlberg, who plays Sully in this movie, was originally slated to be Nathan Drake. Yes. I remember when that was first announced. And even before it was announced, everybody kind of had an idea that Mark Wahlberg would be a good on-screen Nathan Drake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, he looks the part, kind of, and I'm sure he could have pulled off the role too he has the charisma that he shows in other roles in other films that that is literally what you need for a nathan drake uh a character if yes. you're gonna be adapting that so i can see mark Wahlberg playing um uh nathan drake now mind you as the years went on Mark Wahlberg's getting a little bit older. You got to have a fresh face on uh, uh, the, the main character. So his role shifted to uh, Victor Sullivan, which he doesn't even fit Victor Sullivan too much either because he's not that old. He's Victor not Sullivan's that old. old. Victor, right. He's not that old. He's supposed to have a mustache, which does make a brief appearance. Don't even but... get me started. That was, yes. a, that was weak. That was <laughs> it weak. Was... It, like why throw it in the what I'm not okay we'll come back to it later but it's we will like, we will it's like Mark Wahlberg fit 
yes, the Drake character more than he did the Sully. Why didn't they just find someone else? Why do you have to keep Mark Wahlberg on this project? Unless Mark Wahlberg was like, and I guess this shows his commitment is that he didn't care what role he played at this point. He was right, you know, all in he for getting this movie off the ground. Right, and, right, right. So, and kudos guess, to him. I guess yeah, he, kudos he's to him. A right, fan of the series, he has to be if he stuck I, around this long. I think I think he is somewhat of a fan. I just saw him on Jimmy Kimmel mentioning, you know, oh okay, you didn't have to be a fan of the games to watch this movie, and I took that as oh maybe he's played some of the games. Right to to a degree to where he right. can say that maybe he's played know. two maybe four you know right just remember yeah just dabble, enough confidence dabble. right enough confidence to say you don't have to have played the games to watch this movie right and, and I mean you know to an extent each of the games like you don't have to play the previous one to un to play the next one because they're they're each their own individual adventure kind of right. like Indiana Jones. Right, right. The only connectivity is really just the characters themselves. Right. And their relationships. Like, oh, okay, they were together in this game, but now they're they broke up in this Right. Game. And that and that could be, you know, that's any movie that you could just put the pieces together. Right. And right. Still have a quality story, no doubt. Exactly. So. And, and and funny enough, um, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. I remember he was always uh he I don't think officially he was ever on the 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 uh, the talks to be Nathan Drake, but the fans kept pushing him to be Isn't Nathan there a Drake. Fan made film. There is a fan made film where I he forgot. plays Nathan Fillion plays Nathan Drake, and he nails he <laughs> nails Nathan Drake. I, like after because you know I I was aware of the film beforehand, and then. After seeing the movie, I was like, wait, I, uh, who was like originally supposed to be Nathan Drake? And I remember Nathan Fillion. I watched the fan made film again. I'm like, and it made me dislike this movie <laughs> just a little bit more. I'm probably going to watch it after this. Um, I'm telling you, he, it, it was perfection. It was, uh, mind you, it's budgeted. It's a fan made film. You're not going to see the explosions or, you know, craziness. Right. Hearted. But in terms of portraying the character of Nathan Drake, it's like they plucked him straight out of the video game and just right. put him in live action. Which I feel should not be that hard of a challenge to nail Nathan Drake. He's kind of just this really intelligent, uh, you know, like into history and archaeology and all this but he's just kind of a bumbling kind of guy like he's he's an everyday guy you know he's got charisma right. like you said he's got this you know cool swagger to him but he's not like the coolest dude in the room right you know? and he's almost self-aware of it too like yeah he kind of yeah. knows he kind of knows um right. and you know we've been alluding to it right yeah we're okay. we're here we're, we're here. here we what? built it up we built up we had we, we needed to lay the foundation the context as to yes. what we're about to get into um tom holland as nathan drake now originally he was announced we all love tom holland right like you know for great peter parker great spider-man all that jazz you know whatever right he's great but when you compare what he's supposed to be for a nathan drake that raised a lot of eyebrows right 
Um, cause then it, it, because then the question was asked, well, wait, Tom Holland's really young. Like, is this a younger right. Nathan really Drake? Young. Right. And it, and then, you know, the more we got into production, we realized, okay, so this is going to be a Nathan Drake, uh, or like a younger Nathan Drake. That's just getting his journey kicked off. Um, but I guess I'm willing to accept that, you know, like, okay, fine. You Sony wants to start from the beginning. If this blows up into a franchise, let's give an origin story and let's work our way up as so, as can, opposed to how the games did it originally. You can milk Tom Holland. He can grow into the role. Exactly. And Sony's got him on lock. So, oh yes, they, they do not want him to leave. <laughs> uh, they, I think, uh, didn't you say like, uh, yesterday or something that, um, the director wants to do a, a he wants Jack to do and Jack and Daxter and Tom Holland express wanting to play Jack. Oh my God. I you trying to, you just trying to be the Jack of all trades at uh, Sony, huh? Uh, ah, yeah, right. Yeah. I yeah. like that. <laughs> I like that. That's nice. Um, yeah, he, he is. I mean, well, let's dial it back. Right. Tom Holland's right. thinking ahead of the game. Oh, I'm going to play Jack and Daxter. No, 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 no. How did he portray Nathan Drake in this adaptation? Mind you, there are some elements I feel like he did okay mm -hmm. and that's where it stops he did them okay yes other elements that is not nathan drake why is tom holland stealing from customers while he's working at a bar making a decent living and wage look at this me i flip a bottle <laughs> why is he that smooth and have that much swagger that is not Nathan Drake. That's like a James Bond. James Bond can do that, but not Nathan Drake. That's the problem. Watching Tom Holland versus playing the games of Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake is fun. He's a funny guy. He makes these like almost like dad jokes when it comes to stuff. And he's quirky, but he's like still like, somewhat smooth but he's still bumbling and he cracks smiles i'm not sure and again this might be because they were portraying a younger nathan drake i didn't see many cracked smiles from tom holland he smiled like, a couple times like but like i don't know his whole demeanor for me the whole movie did not fit the nathan drake it was, demeanor it was like this yeah it was super yeah. stoic the whole time yes it was just like that. Now, yes, Uncharted does have serious moments, but I just feel in the film, Tom Holland didn't get across that this guy really enjoys what he does as far as, you know, treasure hunting and putting a, to, a solving ancient mysteries, you know? Right. Like, he has the knowledge, like he shows he has it, but that's just like textbook stuff. Like, oh yeah, Magellan blah 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 sailed you know the entire world but not really because he went to the philippines you know he has the knowledge but that fun aspect that you're mentioning in the games it really shows like whenever nate is like solving like a puzzle or like this next cryptic piece of the next step to getting the treasure he you can see he's like a, a child like again in in like a, a playground like yes. he loves this he loves doing this stuff Tom Holland, bless his heart, I'm sure he tried to 
elicit that, but I didn't see that in the film. Like it was more like, um, hmm, what's the next clue to open this door? Well, the ancient Egyptians, uh, there's no Egyptians, but I'm, I'm just saying like the, uh, or yes. Magellan said in his book that, but, but you know what I mean? Like it was just very like a uh, matter of fact, like let's, let's move things on. Let's get the next clue. Let's not have fun with what's being said or what's happening. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, if, if they're building a franchise, maybe we are going to meet a more reserved Drake in this film. Maybe that's what they were going for because, you know, he's grappling with, you know, the loss of his brother or the loss of his brother. And, you know, he's been alone for a while. He can't uh, trust Sully. Yeah. He can't trust Sully. Right. So maybe the cards being dealt in this film cause him to be kind of less fun. But even with that said, yeah, he's he should be a kid in a sandbox jumping for joy when he finds that ship. You know, like, give me a, give me like a, all oh, right. Yeah, there it is. I can't believe it. Sam and I were right. You know, something <laughs> like that. But it's more like, wow, there it is. Like, and he, and he has that moment when he touches the ship. He's like, we did it, Sam. We did it. And I'm yeah, like, it's okay, I can, I can take that. But where is the joy? I need to see a little bit of joy. That's, oh man. Right. I think he just maybe might've played too much into the role and also, uh, and you know, this this is the problem when a when a studio reuses an actor, the actor is trying to break typecast. You know, Ooh, that maybe is important. Correct. Maybe if Tom Holland gives too much joy in the performance, people are gonna see this is Peter Parker on an expedition. Right. That's you know. Oh, okay. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. I mean, I just think about it like. I mean, the characters are similar. They're both very nerdy. They're both right. very intelligent. Just, you know, one's more science, one's more geology and geography and archaeology. Uh, two different fields. But, like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not sure Tom Holland broke the mold in this role. Like, it just felt to me he was a very serious Peter Parker, almost. Right, uh, and, right, right, and you know, and that's a little unfair. We did just come off like no more than two months ago with Spider-Man: No Way Home. Right. Uh, so you know, that's really fresh. And you know, when you have Tom Holland in mind, but I don't know, man. He didn't. He didn't separate it enough for me. Like I watched this film, and I was like, I don't see the range. And this would have been a really good chance for him to show some range. And I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And maybe that's because how they wanted to portray Nathan Drake on screen in this film. I don't know. I didn't get it. I was I'm not just, satisfied. I'm just not because I think, um, you know, they, in in the last couple of weeks, like they recently uh, revealed that Tom Holland wanted to. I don't know how far back ago this was, but apparently he wanted to pitch a young James Bond film to. Mm. I'm guessing MGM because MGM owns the the rights to James Bond. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, somewhere along the line, Tom Holland was like, hey, I want to play a young James Bond. This is the idea I have for a James Bond that's in his younger years. Do you guys want to do it? I'm obviously that was not picked up. <laughs> MGM's like, that's stupid. <laughs> right. uh, MGM said that not us, not us, MGM. Not us. Yes, not, not us. MGM said that. Um, 
So, but then somehow that trickled down the line from MGM to Sony realizing, oh, wow, a young James Bond. You know what that reminds me of? Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. So they injected that, I guess, that whatever Tom Holland's pilot was for a young James Bond into what the portrayal for Nathan Drake was in this movie. And I see it because, you know, again, like like being a bartender, being very suave and uh, uh, being like a little bit of a pickpocket. I know James Bond's not a pickpocket, but, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm, I didn't need a one-to-one adaptation of Nathan Drake from the video games, but there's certain elements of his character that you just cannot change because that is his character. That's him. That's what makes him him. Nathan Drake was a pickpocket when he was like 10 years old, I think in Spain or Italy, like somewhere in Europe. Wherever the hell he was living where Sully picked him up, yes. Right, and he was an orphan. He was living on the streets. He needed to steal to survive. Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie is working what seems to look like a decent bartending job. And Mm -hmm. assuming that's his apartment that he goes to, that apartment is pretty nice. It's okay. Pretty nice for a kid who's been on his own his whole life. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So I, so when I see Nathan Drake pickpocket people, all I'm thinking is, wow, what, what a piece of shit. (laughs) Like kind of, kind of. Yeah. Like this girl did nothing to him. She's new in town. I I thought she was going to play a bigger role because like, you know, they, they, they almost emphasize that a little bit early on. Like they just kept coming back to her. I was like, okay, now you're just kind of following this girl around. Maybe she's uh, working for Sully or something, you know? Turns out no, which I mean, what was that a thing? Like, or or no, it wasn't right. No, no, just Sully was there. When, yeah, but when, they just kept bringing this girl around, but then it's just for him to steal this bracelet, and that's it. That was that was it. That yeah. was it. And uh, maybe that was confirmation for Sully to be like, "Oh, that's Sam's brother," because he can swipe he can, that bracelet off that girl. Look at his bartending. Sam could do that. Sam. That's could do that. that's Sam's brother, all right. He asked him if he wanted in, like literally, just based off of that information. Because mm-hmm. he didn't, did he quiz him first on any like, uh, like expedition or historical trivia first? Because um, I know he did later on when he broke into Sully's apartment and he saw the map and yes. it's authentic. But before all that, he was asking Nate, yo, are you all in, kid? I got a big job for you. You know, like based off of what? <laughs> what did you see? Right. Yeah. No, not nothing. Nothing. I name mean, recognition and a swipe that's it i mean so 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 what is it right uh sully sully worked with okay so there are moments of the movie that uh pay homage or adapt segments of um the uncharted games and i think that was probably the best route to go despite me originally not thinking it was a good idea because people expected an uncharted movie to, to just adapt one of the games if not uh-huh. the first one Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, uh, for the, for this movie, at least they took segments from almost every game and just mashed it together to make their own idea, which is good for a film because you don't want to go into a movie and know, well, this is how the game plays out. Therefore, 
this, this happens at this point, this happens here, plot twist uh, at, at point C, and then, you know, so on. And, and then th this is the ending, right? Um, mm -hmm. You don't want that, or at least I don't want that. No, I, I didn't want that either. Uh, you don't give yourself enough liberty if you're going straight, you know, shop for shop adaptation of a video game plot. I think the best way to do it is to bring in, yeah, multiple elements from multiple entries and just follow your own narrative that you want to tell, but, but, but staying true to the heart of the games. Right. And I don't want to keep comparing Sonic the Hedgehog did a really good job of that. No, you should uh, compare it because to me, that is the, to me, that's the standard. You've yeah. shown that this is possible and you've shown it with something that I think is a much harder to do. Of much harder, yes. Like it's it's Sonic. Like that is so much easier to mess up both in terms of the CG, the 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 fantasy element of Sonic. Like, oh, do, do we adapt like the, the comics or the video games or the cartoons? Like there's just so much more to mess up with a Sonic, the goddamn hedgehog movie. Right. With Uncharted. Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider. The formula has been done before. It's been done. <laughs> it's been it's done been before. Done. It's been done. And, 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 and even if you don't want to compare it to that formula, the games are a, an amazing template to just adapt in terms of like how to portray the character, uh, what journey to go on, how to set the action sequences. Oh, we're gonna get into the action sequence. Well, here, let's okay, let's 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 start doing this. Um, let's talk about Sully and Nate, their relationship. I don't think they got that right. Um, really? No, because there was too much distrust between them to where it Which was is like fair, a, you know, like well, but meeting him for the first time, you know, at, for the first time, yes. But I guess they were trying to make that the central heart of the whole film was this back and forth. And I don't know if I necessarily liked the back and forth between, is Sully gonna betray him? Is he ever gonna trust Sully? I don't know. Right. I think you just kind of miss some of that fatherly uh, figure that Sully plays for Nate, especially early on. Like, and again, they pick and choose what they want to use from the games. That's straight from Uncharted 3, uh, that opening sequence where you meet Sully and Nate. Uh, well, I mean, we don't see them grow together, but from that initial one, Nate kind of trusts Sully and like appreciates Sully well, well, doing well, he, whatever he, he did. He baited him with the brother aspect. Yes. It makes you think like, you know, Nate in this stage is 25 years old because he said he was 10 when he was little, 15 yeah. years later. You would think he wouldn't just be baited that easily. But then, then again, it's his brother. It, it, it's the only family he's ever known. So maybe that's why he just became that gullible. This random guy comes up to him and says, that brother you never see for 15 years, I know what happened to him. And that's the other thing I don't like is that that card right there that Sully pulls, I don't think that's Sully's character. I don't you know, think being, he would do that. Yeah, yeah, manipulating this boy, trying to get him to find his brother, knowing his brother is dead, you know, just so he can get help getting this treasure. Well, well originally, I mean, I don't know if this was like a play that Sully was doing, but he didn't know that Nate was not in contact with his brother because because uh, when when he showed either the postcards or or no the 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 photographs when Sully showed Nate the photographs of his brother, 
that's when he asked him like wait you haven't like talked to your brother like in the last you know 15 years and nate's like no he hasn't i'm i have no idea so maybe there was that aspect where maybe again but like you can't tell because you don't know how far sully was manipulating you don't know if he was playing a character like oh i didn't know that you uh didn't talk to your brother ever because or if he was telling the truth because later on in the movie he says yeah nate your brother would not shut up about you he talked about you all the time but we don't know that's a character either we don't know if he's lying about that <laughs> like i don't know man i there was an element to that i think in one of the uncharted games where i think it was maybe uncharted one maybe where we didn't know sully yet and he kind of had this you know he has the mustache he has the cigar mm. he has the raspy voice like hey nate let's go get some treasure you know like he <laughs> <laughs> he has he has that level of distrust initially right because we've seen that character before and we're like hmm I don't know. I feel like he might betray you at some point. You never know. Yeah, I think I remember uh, that feeling in the it first game. It was from game. one of them. Yeah, I, th I think it was the first game. I think it was the yeah, first Yeah, no, game. and then by the end of the first game, you're like, okay, he's not betraying you ever. Right, uh, right. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I think they didn't nail their relationship. Now, I think there was an inkling of it at the end of the movie uh in that like mid credit scene the end credit like with the yes in the okay okay like when he had the mustache when he had the mustache when he had the mustache okay like that felt more like nate and sully you know it's like sully you're late he's like hey kid don't rush me da -da 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 -da. <laughs> you know <laughs> that okay that, yeah that's that's i can see it from there right, right? i wish there was just that in the whole movie um, right right I guess you you explaining it uh, kind of uh, clarifies that a little bit now because now that I think about it, right? Like there was a level of distrust throughout the entire movie, but at the same time, I wasn't seeing that fatherly element to uh, Sully's character because that that is Sully. Sully's like a father figure to um, Nate. Yes, that's just how it is. Um, so. I don't know, man. It, their their chem like, well, that's another thing. Their chemistry. Did you feel like, despite you disagreeing with them, uh, like how they portrayed Sully and Nate? Like, did did you think Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg had good enough back and forth, somewhat, in terms of like banter? I don't know. Mark Wahlberg just felt like Mark Wahlberg. I didn't feel <laughs> this was Sully. I just felt it was just Mark Wahlberg. So. Okay. Okay. With that said, it's easy to bounce off of Mark Wahlberg, but I'm not here right. to watch Mark Wahlberg playing Mark Wahlberg. I wanted to see Mark Wahlberg's Victor Sullivan. So I think Tom Holland and Mark bounced off each other fine, but I'm not into the characters they're portraying bouncing off of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah, acted yeah, yeah. fine opposite of each other. Right. But right. I was not invested in the characters themselves. You wanted to, to see I a Nate and Sully back and forth not yeah. a tom holland and mark Wahlberg back and forth exactly exactly okay um but again if this friend if this blows up and we get a sequel i would like to see them do better but that's me thinking really far ahead this movie oh, just God. dropped yeah. uh i mean the theater was pretty like it was decently packed, packed. Yeah. yeah surprisingly yeah. Um, and it is exclusively in theaters too so people have to go see it so uh, the box office numbers are not looking good. 
Oh, I mean, I wasn't. I, I, wasn't I, I looked it up record. last night. I mean, again, you know, COVID, all that stuff. Um, and it's not on streaming services. So it, it's money is supposed to be made in the theaters. But ooh, I, I I don't know about its uh, its box office. But based on its budget, its budget was surprisingly very high. 120 um, mil. Yeah, that's pretty high. Exactly. And then when you see how much they made, at least, and, and you know, the number is always changing, you know, it, it, it's getting updated, but I'd imagine based on the number I saw last night, I don't see them breaking 50 mil for the Ooh. weekend, for the weekend. Oh, oh, for the weekend. Okay. Right. Okay. Fair. Which, which that says a lot. That's not good. Uh, it does. You know. Yeah. Um, but aside from box office numbers, uh, Sully and Nate are not the only Uncharted characters to make their appearance in this movie. Um, Sony was like, we got to mix things up a bit. We want to move characters around in terms of when Nate encounters them in his life. Bam! Chloe Frazier. Chloe Frazier. <laughs> Chloe Frazier, a, a fan favorite, one of my favorite characters in the series. I, oh, she's, yes, uh, she's definitely top tier character, yes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's my love for Chloe Frazier from the games. Chloe Frazier in the movie, I thought she was fine. You know, she was like, would I say she played Chloe accurately? I mean, to an extent, I mean, she was really homing in on that distrust factor you mentioned with Nate and Sully. And that's like one of the, I guess that's the overall theme of the movie, trust, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Mm -hmm. none of them trust each other. And it's the name of the business, right? Even even on the villain side, which we haven't even talked about the villains yet, which we'll, we we'll not. get into. Right. Um, but no one trusts each other. No one, both on the villain and on the hero side. And um, I guess Chloe's supposed to represent that um that that canary, or I I I think that's the term, the the canary in the ear. Oh, I, I don't. I don't. You ever heard of that term? Oh no. my god! I, I hope it's a canary. That basically, um, uh, it, it's uh, it, it's supposed to be um, an analogy to like you know like miners when they go underground and they go deeper and deeper like into the mines. Uh, they have like a canary with them to like kind of give like a warning. I hope it's a canary that that I'm that I'm using the right I have, bird. I have no idea uh, what you're talking about, but, but I'm listening. I'm following. But I'm following. but but basically, you know, miners because uh, I I I think it's like the sulfur or something down there, like the odor that if they breathe in too much of it, they can die. The canary can smell that odor much in advance, so the miners know. Okay, we gotta stop. We gotta go back up, or we gotta replan or, or or remine whatever and then that became like the analogy because the the bird is telling you hey what back up watch out you know don't 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 go any further chloe is supposed to be the canary for um tom or i was gonna say tom holland nathan drake <laughs> right um telling him Oh, did you know sully you shouldn't trust sully you shouldn't trust me either but you really shouldn't trust sully um, and, uh, I don't know, like I, she was fine, but I don't know her adaptation of Chloe. And I mean, Chloe's really not, not that hard to hit either. You know, she's what like confident person loves treasure hunting too. Um, 
I, I would say the thing that didn't work for me with her, uh, Chloe, uh, I forget the actress's name. Uh, I think it's something Ali or uh, yes, Sophia Ali. Chloe's right. supposed to be kick ass. Um, Ooh, like I didn't it, get that. That's right. what I was missing. That was oh. the main element to Chloe was that Chloe would could kick Nate's ass, like and you know, kick anybody's ass kill chloe was the ass kicker when it see that's what um you know we talk about finesse and like uh you know the suave and the cool character chloe is that character you know nate's the bumbling fool with the know-how chloe right. is the more of let's get shit done and you know yeah right you can't necessarily trust her all the time but she gets shit moving and gets shit done I didn't get that from her, this movie. I'm not sure what I really got from her. Uh, yeah, you can't trust her. She's just into this treasure too. Um, but that's really it. She was just kind of running around with them. Uh, I don't know, she didn't really bring much to the table. Uh, right. They missed the mark. They missed the mark with that, with Chloe. Chloe should have came in and started kicking Nate in the face. Oh uh, yeah, like flipping over him, like I yes, I, yes. I, I, Chloe does that. Chloe yes. does that. Yes, yes, they missed it, man. They missed it, so I didn't have a good time watching her either. And uh, you know, I'm not tr I'm not that picky video game adaptation guy, but if you're gonna bring in direct characters, you know, from the games, you have to meet certain check boxes, and if you don't, you might as well have just made a whole new character for us not to be mad at this, you know? Right, right. And, and you know, to a degree, I think they did checkbox some aspects of the movie. They didn't do it with the characters, you know, but they did it with like, um, do we have an action set piece? Okay, check. Right. Uh, do we have a Nate shooting a gun? Okay, check. Um, there's an aspect that was introduced or not really introduced, but I really noticed it when Chloe was brought in to the film, the parkour elements. Ooh, we talked about this. Yes. Are terrible compared yes. to the games. Mind you, this is coming from like a person that's played the games. I, I mean, I'm uh, grandmaster who has played the games as well. He's played one through four, all of yes. them. I, I played uh, one through four. Uh -huh. Um, and one of the aspects of this game, of, of the game, and this is, again, this goes into the charm of Nathan Drake and why we, um, like gravitate towards him. He has this Jackie Chan flair to him, right? Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh -huh. And literally, and, and what about Jackie Chan, right? Jackie Chan, what? He knows how to fight, right? He knows mm -hmm. how to fight, but he's so like, uh, like bumbling with he's it. A and he, clown. He's a clown. Yes. <laughs> he uses the environment. Like it's, like, <laughs> it's almost like an accidental fighting style, right? Like this guy is just going through the motions again. Like, you know what the perfect comparison is? The Jackie Chan adventures. Cause what, oh, was, he yeah. in the, what was he in that show? An archeologist uh, <laughs> bumbling through <laughs> the tunes. Oh, bad day, bad day, bad day. That is, oh my God, that was a much better Nathan Drake. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh my God. It, to a T, minus the martial arts part, but, but right. So 
one of the things that we like about Nathan Drake in the games is that whenever he thinks he has control of a situation, something bad happens, right? Like a building starts falling on top of him or he, he's escaping like a ship that, that, that that's sinking and he's like running through and he's like tripping over himself, slipping on banana peels, a door like gonks him on the head or something like, like because someone opens it. Uh, like that is what's so cool about it because he is just, he's just doing his best, right? This yes. could be you or me running through a, a, a bazaar trying to chase someone because we're not, we're not like uh spec ops athletes. We're not. Yeah, right, right. We are not. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, like it's to me when, the, and, 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 and this is what, what I was getting at when Nate is chasing Sully. I mean, not Sully, uh, Chloe, when she nabs the the key, the MacGuffin from uh, <laughs> uh, Nate, that was one of the most boring chase sequences I've ever seen. And the reason why it's boring is because, you know what I could have made it more exciting? Chloe starts running, right? She takes to the rooftops because she thinks that Nate and Sully can't follow her. Bam. Nate is trying to run up the stairs inside of a building to get to the rooftop. They start roof hopping, right? Nate jumps over uh, from roof to roof, but he misses his cue to jump a little early or too late. And instead of landing on the next roof, he just crashes through like the window of another oh, one. Shit. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, crap. <laughs> yes. And boom, now now he's running into all these like house residents, like, oh sorry, excuse me, sorry, oh, oh no, oh no. And he's oh, nice smells dinner smells great, right? <laughs> yes. We in the in the span of 20 seconds, we made a much more exciting choreographed chase sequence for this two-minute-long scene. Oh I, man. Oh. I, I can't believe it. This is frustrating. But that's that's the thing too, the way it culminated, too. You're right, it was very short. And then it just ends with her getting in a car and him standing in front of the car. Stop, what are you doing? At that point, it's like, do we need to even chase her? Find her car and stand in front of it. <laughs> they were just running. That's it. They, Nate slipped on what, like a water fountain? when they Yeah, were and he fell in the water fountain. But Whoops. that is, and we talked about this last night, the parkour elements are supposed to be chaotic because again yes he's a bumbling fool he can't make certain jumps he's gonna he's gonna miss a ledge or two or, or the ledge also, like breaks under him like he grabs yeah. it and it just he just has bad luck it's shattered yes and he falls. yes but then on yeah on top of it everything else is so usually in chaos too when he's doing these right. parkour elements the movie didn't give us any of that Nothing. uh and then also Tom Holland was not a bumbling fool. I swear he was doing certain poses when he was jumping and landing to make it seem like he was a professional at this. And I right. was I was I was taken aback again from the character because I was like, "Oh, he's kind of too good at this. The fact that he fell in the fountain doesn't even make sense to me now. Like he should have caught her right. no problem." And yeah, man, they missed they missed it. Oh, it, it, it is frustrating to think because it's like <laughs> the template was right there. It's and, and the thing is, you know, I'm not expecting like Hollywood blockbuster explosion moments every well, 10 minutes. Well, to a degree. Well, I say well because okay. the games made it so cinematic. Right. 
when you use the adjective cinematic, it means you would see it in a movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're right. You're right. Cinematic. Oh my God. I didn't even see that. Wow. We got, okay. Uh, so that's parkour. What did you think of like the other action elements? I would say the, probably the best sequence that felt tr new, like, uh, uh, what's the word, near and true to the games was the cargo plane. Oh yeah. Like, it was the advertised scene yeah. know, for the for the film. And I think in terms of just getting the 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 scene right, yeah. Like I can like it 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 was fine. It was fine. And, and that's my key word, fine. You fine. know, fine. Yeah. Like it was okay. Cause you know, even even before that sequence where like, you know, the cargo plane uh like you know drops all the boxes and now Nate's hanging for his life from from down below i i was more worried about nate during the video game because i was wondering how is he gonna get out of this like this is this is a death experience right here i guess the same question can be applied in the movie when he's hanging for his life you're like oh how is he gonna get out of this but i feel like it culminated into almost like a like a cartoon almost because Okay, right. The box sequence was cool. That adapted what the games did. He's hopping from box to box, fighting enemies along the way, and trying to make it back to the plane. Ultimately, he still falls out of the plane. But the way he falls out compared to the games, I don't know if you remember, but in the games, I think the plane blew up. I think, like, he was not... Yeah, actually, no, no, it was right. The plane did blow up. That's why he had to jump out of it. Uh, because you see the plane like going do 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 Actually, you know what? Right here, right here, the, the yeah, background. Yeah, the that's the wreckage crashed, of the plane. Right. That's right. the wreckage. So, so there was like a. So even though Nate was hanging for his life, it still culminated in a sequence where he had to make his way back up to the plane, and there was chaos all around because he knows this plane might be his only ticket to land safely. But explosions happening everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. And then he has to jump out of the plane because it's it, it, it's it's on fire. It's gonna crash. That didn't happen here. We got the part where the cargo he's climbing up the cargo, and then he gets to like you know the 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 hatch you know in the back that opens for the plane, and then Chloe Nate, and then the car hits him. Boom! Ah, he 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 starts falling after that, right? Right. Um, I don't. This is the cartoon part I was talking about. Nate lands on the car of of uh Chloe as he's falling and they're just holding on to it like as if the pressure of falling shouldn't be sending them flying. I think Tom had like a Spider-Man pose when, when he was landing on the on the car. He was on the hood of the car. He was not moving. He's too cool. He's too cool. He's right. too cool. And what is what does Chloe say? You don't have a parachute, Nate. Follow me. Boom. Oh, look at me. I'm like, an expert skydiver. Who would have thought? Nate can't do that. Nate, Nate would be like bumbling in the air, like, oh. I was like, okay, yeah, just follow. It's easier than I thought. Ah. <laughs> like, yeah. You nailed it. You nailed it. You yeah. nailed yes. it. That's literally what it is. That's what it was supposed to be. And I mean, again, checkbox. They know. He has to fall out of the plane. They know he has to uh, land on a box for like the parachute. 
to, you know, like go down slowly because that happened in the games. Nate got into like a box and he pulled the parachute on the box and that's how he landed safely. But I mean, they got the set pieces. I say set piece because that was the one like set piece adaptation from the game. And then they kind of did their original one in the ending. With the ending, the with the ship and the helicopter. Right. 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 Um, which I mean, do do you want to talk about that set piece? Like uh, yeah, we, we yeah, we can because you know, we talked about I mean, okay, so we under uh, the uh, the helicopter came, scooped up both ships, right? There's two ships, right? There was two ships. There was two ships. Two ships. Um, they're gonna steal all the gold. And they're yeah they're fighting to you know like whatever uh, get away. Um, right. It was cool the idea the idea is cool the, the idea, idea feels right. the idea feels very much in the realm of Uncharted. What we're getting again I said this is the it's the execution of crafting your own film and you know paying homage to the games that can be the reason why the movie doesn't work i don't right. think they executed it right uh yes um they're fighting they're going back and forth but there was that again that sense of chaos uh chaos that was lost it was chaos too control right right it was yeah it was too controlled of chaos oh. you mean to tell me these you can just pick up these ships and they're not gonna with all this commotion around there, yeah, they bump like, into I, one another. And, and it um, happened like once or twice, but the way they portrayed the chaos they wanted to elicit, it didn't match with what we were seeing on screen. Yes, the ships bumped into each other like once or twice, but you know, in an Uncharted game, it would be boom, 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 like all, like, you know, like it would be like a, um, uh, uh, a Looney Tune like scuffle, you know, like you know the all the characters like going over like into that yeah, ball like, of um, chaos. One of the hooks might drop off, and so now the ship is tilted. oh, it's dangling to oh my right, gosh. and now they're that would have been so cool. I, uh, uh, again, we're writing it. We're, we're writing doing... a better film. <laughs> it's just like oh man, it's just like it's like oh man, this is really cool. But the games do a thing where they take it to the next level. You know, it's like, sure, Drake's in an abandoned train. Oh, yeah. Why don't we put this abandoned train on the edge of the Himalayas about to fall off? And now he's climbing the seats. Vert oh, my God. Vertically. Beautiful opening cinematic. Oh, exactly. Man. It's like. <laughs> the games are more cinematic than the cinematic. <laughs> like the with 120 mil as your budget your your scope should have been so huge you should have been like how do we make this better how do we go over the top with this how do we make this the most extreme and they just played it safe they, they played it safe, safe. Ooh, that that's is, that's the word that's the word that's the word they played it safe yeah i I mean, that ending sequence, I liked the originality of it because it, it kind of meshed in elements of Uncharted 4 and Uncharted 1. Uncharted mm -hmm. 4 being the whole thing about the ship and the yeah. treasure. That's Uncharted mm -hmm. 4. And then with Uncharted 1, uh, this wasn't like a big segment or a segment at all, but in Uncharted 1, they were hunting for El Dorado 
and they found out El Dorado wasn't a city. It was a statue made of pure gold, like a giant statue. And a helicopter came in, picked it up, and it was the helicopter was going all the way to like a a, um, a ship in the ocean to like drop it off. So that, so you know, you mix that together, the ship, the helicopter taking the treasure from like a location in the jungle or wherever, and then you know, you had a sequence that we got here. Um, which is, which is fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, but it's just like, like it, I saw segments where I'm like, okay, like, uh, Nate is fighting these goons. They're hopping onto the ship, try, which they, they, they at least got that right. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the goons feel like, like, uh, like cockroaches that just <laughs> <laughs> never like, you do not pay me enough to hop from a ship. <laughs> <laughs> to another ship mid-fly in between helicopters like there there's no way they're getting paid enough for this but that's uncharted they, they do that in uncharted so i don't know if that was intentional or not but they got that part right they right got that yeah part right mm -hmm. um so like yeah like he's they're, they're fighting on the ship and there's a little bit of chaos where they're smashing a little bit into each other but I, it was too safe. Like I, I never once felt like Nate didn't have control of the situation. You know, it's right. You're supposed to feel a sense of, yeah, Nate doesn't have control of the situation. You're supposed to feel that fear with him. Right, right. It, and I mean, it, I, I feel it. You know, it's uh, what's what's the uh, oh my god, his name is escaping me, the actor that plays Nathan Drake. Oh, uh, Nolan North. Nolan North. I keep thinking Nathan Fillion. I know. I know. It's it's, it's very. They they they've done a commercial together too. Nathan Fillion and oh, Nolan right. North. They did. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, it's right. it's very easy to mix the two. Yes. Nolan. I mean, that just goes to show how Nolan North portrays the character of Nathan Drake and how much he nailed what we love about him. Which, speaking of, that's probably the one extreme positive I had about the movie. Nolan North. <laughs> the cameo. The cameo. I, I did not expect that. I really enjoyed it. It was what what what, what happens? I, well, <laughs> well the, the ridiculousness of they just happen upon a resort. And... Right from the ocean. They're like, Nate, do you see that over there? Am I imagining things? I guess and not. they walk up. I don't even know what he says. What does he say to them? He's like, I don't he said. He says something cheeky or whatever, like, like where did He's, you guys come from? He it, said it, something very Drake-like. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Drake. He, he says something Drake-like. I know what his response was because whatever he said to them, uh, Tom Holland responded by saying, uh, oh, we fell out of a plane in, in the ocean or, 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 or something like that. We fell out of a plane in the middle of the sky. And then uh, Nolan North said, oh yeah, I did that once before too. There you go. Okay, right. <laughs> like, like, or is it something like that? He acknowledged it. I'm like, oh my god, it's Nathan Drake. And that, see, I was like, that delivery. I was like, Tom, you're supposed to be that delivery with like yes. everything. Every like, oh my god, it uh frustrating. It was a very nice cameo, though. It was nice fans, for the fans. It was very nice. I'm sure the fans. Uh, I mean, if you're listening right now, I hope you watch the film. Um, I, I hope so. I, I, I would think. Or, or maybe fan... maybe they, they don't want to watch the film because they know it might be a bad movie. So they're watching uh, the pod to be like, okay, what did I miss? Am I right. going to waste money for this? Right. But yes, that cameo, go look it up. It's 
enjoyable for Uncharted fans. Right. And, you know, there was a couple, like, Easter eggs here. Well, there I mean, were. The only other Easter egg I can remember is uh, the Naughty Dog logo. The, yeah, what was it? A sti- uh, yeah, a sticker. It was very it was like brief. like a sticker. Very, very brief. Just like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is. And, uh, and in the world of Uncharted, Naughty Dog is a thing because he plays Crash Bandicoot. Right. And Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. So it's not really out of place either. It's not like, out of it's, place. He could just be a Naughty Dog fan. Maybe he likes, maybe and if we get a sequel, he'll be playing Jack and Daxter. Oh, very, yeah. Very much. Very, could, could Possible. be. Possible. Could be. Right. <laughs> very right. meta. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, what, like, how does the movie resolve? Like, it, it basically, what, they, um... So, okay, so no, it does pay homage a little bit to Uncharted 1 again, where, um, well, it does it twice, where basically um, uh, Nate learns to trust Sully by the end of it because they're fine. Actually, you know what? Wait, I might be jumping ahead of the game. The villain, the villains. Okay, we have not talked villains. About the villains. We have not, we have not. Right. Um, I don't, there's Antonio Banderas, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his villain name is i think his name is i think it's moncada moncada okay okay if so, if i remember correctly uh kind of just there do you, you know? remember do you know what it, like his plot was like he wanted to find his family's treasure like that's been generations of his wealth. father was the captain that took over after magellan died so he oh, said, his descendant of right of so he's family. saying okay. That was his birthright. And okay. And see, he's an original character for the films. Right. But they, I honestly don't think they wanted, they didn't know what they wanted to do with him because they were building up his backstory. He has this, you know, uh, not so great relationship with his father, who right. uh, Antonio. Oh, they could have done a lot with that. Oh, right, right. Well, I mean, but they were building it as if they were going to. And then, you know, they kill in his father. Right. Uh, very early. But then they kill him, too. Fairly early. I. And it's like, what's the like, point? What was the right. point? Why even add him as a character? Why There's build up this plot with him and his dad? If you're right. just going to kill him too, what does that resolve? That doesn't like, resolve anything. Nothing about his legacy or him coming to terms with like, you know, uh, the money has blood on it. it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it. you're right. What was the point? What was the point of showing me their family history, these moments with the, the, the older dad and the son and them having a back and forth about, you know, it's my birthright. Dad, I gave him a British accent. Damn, why did <laughs> I, I don't know why. He said, it is my birthright, padre. It is my <laughs> birthright. <laughs> you kept saying padre the whole time. Padre, he's my padre. Um, you know, it, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it, it was a waste of time. And what, just for the younger, more attractive, uh, I, I, th- this is also a new character, uh, but, yes. but I, I don't remember her name. Do you remember her um, name? Obic, Otic, oh, oh. um, crap, dang it! I'm, I'm, oh, Braddock, Joe Braddock, Braddock. Joe Braddock, brand new character, not in the games before. However, heavily inspired, almost to a T, by Nadine, 
from yes. Uncharted 4. She's a mercenary. Uh, yep. She's villainous. Yes. It she's, she's black. She's black. She's black. Uh, it screams Nadine. Yeah. It's it's just, and literally that like you know again we keep making comparisons to the games and what they pay homage to that scene at the auction house in the very beginning mm -hmm. pulled straight from Uncharted Four. But literally, Nadine's introduction is the same way this new character is introduced. She's introduced as like this very attractive woman uh, that, you know, she, she, she has a relationship with Sully, both in the movie and in the game. They know each other and you don't know what her deal is. You don't know what she can do. And then as the plot progresses, Auction House breaks into chaos. And then you get a scene where Nadine, or in this case, uh, you said Brodick? Is Br it Braddock. 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 Braddock shows her sleeves. She's uh, she's very agile and knows uh, how to fight. She's mm -hmm. a combat expert, which, again, uh, this time they kind of showcased it with her fighting a bunch of no-name guards, like, in the background. Whereas yeah. Oh, man. That was, that was lame. That was, Because, mind you, this is the first time we're seeing her fight. This is, our, this is our first time seeing her fight. Compare that to the games where we get introduced to Nadine pinning uh, Nate Drake, and we're like, oh, okay. She she knows how to, like, you know, uh, lock a joint. That doesn't mean she knows how to fight. And and so Nate is, like, having this back and forth with her saying, oh, man, you're you're, you're bending my, my, uh, my wrist. <laughs> we're only on our second date, Nadine. <laughs> You know, like, it's just some dumb stuff. It's dumb yes. stuff that he says. <laughs> yeah. And, th and then he start, she starts kicking his ass. And, oh, man, dude, I don't know. They clearly drew inspiration from Nadine, but they did not, again, understand what made Nadine a badass. Again, checkbox, right? Right. And also, I don't, I don't really get her whole stint and why she wanted this treasure and why she had to betray money uh, we want money <laughs> i'm a mercenary we want money it's all about the money <laughs> right um it missed the mark it was just like we need an antagonist to have an antagonist and it was just a very generic one at, at that it so, was it, like i mean it, at what point do you stop doing the whole mercenary shtick when you realize you're almost out of your league. Cause like that was part of Nadine's character too. In Uncharted mm -hmm. 4, she was working for, I don't remember the villain's name, but she was working for the main villain and the villain was paying her, you know, to, you know, because she's a mercenary, but the scales got tipped so high. Nadine was questioning. I don't think we're getting paid enough to do some of the stuff you want me to do. And you're treating me like a piece of shit. So I don't know if I want to be around this anymore. And, and, and she eventually leaves. She just leaves. She's just, she, she's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing mm -hmm. this anymore. Um, compared to Braddock, she just kills Antonio Banderas and, and he's, she's like, oh, we're going all in. Oh, that sequence with the, the ships flying in the sky. I'm going to hop onto the ship as well. And I'm gonna battle Nate Drake, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna do all these backflips and jumps and everything. Like, I don't know, man. I just wasn't sold. Was not sold. And that's that's the that's the sum of of its parts. That that's the summary of the movie. I mean, 
there's the parts where they're figuring out the puzzle elements. I think uh, uh, we even told each other this, like coming out of the theater, but like I was bored. Yes. In, in the parts where they're figuring out like where to go next or what's the next clue. I looked at my watch. It's only been 40 damn minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh! yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, man. When you have a video game that is as cinematic as Uncharted, the transition to film should be a lot better than what we were given here. It makes me believe, and I hate to say this, that this dude, Ruben Fleischer, pulled an M. Night Shyamalan where he claims to have Ooh. played the source material or watched the source material. Right. But it, then it was more like you were like doing other things while watching the source material to where again right. you made a checkbox but you really didn't deep dive that box Ooh. you know right it was like it's the checkbox but you don't know why it's a checkbox you know right um I'll, I'll say this you know we summarize the film i think you have something here you just need to tweak right. it and make it better. I know this can be done well. I know yes. this can. Yes. Like, we've, we've been talking for at least an hour and we just spitballed random ideas for seeds and, and just small segments. And it, I, I got excited just thinking about imagining those scenes like Nate running on the rooftops, crashing through like a window. Um, just some like, some craziness, really, just some craziness. Craziness, craziness. That, that's the word, craziness. And, and, and Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, as much as we said about them, I never said they were incapable. They're not incapable right. of right. better portraying these characters. They can. They can. They might need to study up some more. Just a bit. Just a bit. And, and they can do it. They have the chops. They are not, they are not uh, unenjoyable to watch. But looking at as a as a fan of the series, you will not be without critique. Right. But they can do it. They just need to do it. They they just need to do it. I, I literally it, it's just that. Um I mean, we I I did look up whether or not a sequel or a franchise is in the works, and they did say they have plan they have an idea of what they want to do for a sequel but that is only premised on how well this movie does Oof. um and you know with the ending they hinted a lot about uncharted one like even though the even though the movie's playing you know homage to all the uncharted games they seem to pay a lot of homage to uncharted one at the very end where nate is is talking with this uh this eye patch character and the eye patch character is like, uh, oh, um, my, I forgot who he said. Uh, oh, no, no. The, the eye patch character said, now you're going to tell me why someone like you is interested. And in, I think he said a Nazi map, like, like a, a map used by the Nazis. And then he mentioned yes. a name. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name either. I can't, I can't he, remember the he name. He mentioned the name, a uh, uh, Roman, Roman. He Roman. Said, he said, um, now you, because uh, now you're going to tell me like why, uh, you know, my employer Roman should be interested in you. Roman is the main villain in Uncharted 1. 
before you know the pirate or mercenary he hired betrays him and you know kind of like this movie a little bit and uncharted 4 but whatever um but yeah roman they they dropped a name they seem to be going to like an uncharted one territory um and sully got his his stash i wouldn't say it's a signature stash because it's not it's not thick enough it's not thick oh uh, it's coming in it's, it's coming, coming in. in but it needs to yeah. be thick and sully's mustache is thick <laughs> um but uh we'll see i mean it's 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 like you said um i i see the potential for this to be a franchise Nate and Sully or Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg they have the potential to to bring these characters the way that we see them in the video games um maybe the first movie is kind of like the pilot right it's it's, it's the pilot um like like with Uncharted 1 you know Uncharted 1 was okay but that's not what made me a fan of the series you know what? Maybe they purposely made this first movie so jarring. Like the games, the second one will be <laughs> oh. leagues, leagues better than the first. It's a meta. It's a meta it, reference. Okay. It might get game of the year. It might get movie of the year. Ooh. If they're really following in the footsteps of the games. Interesting. But, Interesting. <laughs> that's Make very that? optimistic thinking right there that is very very i mean i feel like we covered everything almost everything at least you know the heavy parts of of the Mm -hmm. movie uh the last thing i think you could even say is you know what score would you give it out of 10 Mm -hmm. um i i could tell you coming out of the theater i was a little bit optimistic thinking like oh yeah this movie's a a solid seven a good seven on the ride back home i i got more pessimistic with the movie because i started thinking i started thinking about the movie and i'm like this movie was terrible <laughs> like <laughs> like it wasn't like garbage dumpster fire like oh my god is you know the characters don't work the writing's terrible the writing's terrible in some instances but um honestly in its best moments for me at least in its best moments it's it's a six it's a six out of ten uh yeah. and, and and i feel like i'm i'm generous w- with a six because you know you have the action you have the dialogue from the games but it's not really adapted from the games because it's it doesn't have the charm it doesn't have the chaos like you said it doesn't have the cinematic flair of those properties I think a six is the cap I can give this, uh, and 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 that's just me being generous because I I love the games, I love the characters, and this was such an easy copy and paste type of job to do for like just that alone with this movie, and they missed it, they missed it for me. But um, what would, what score would you uh, give Uncharted 2022? It it's a six. Um, again with an adaptation it's not the worst adaptation there are worse adaptations out there there's a lot but certain check boxes i want to see as a fan of the original need to be met but also there needs to be enough originality and like i said earlier they didn't execute either one uh to its fullest effect 
and therefore the experience itself i'd rather just play the video games you know i, I kind of so, want to go back and just play the video games i kind of do too but i have people who constantly judge me for playing games and not new games old games and not playing new games i wonder who that <laughs> is i wonder who um so let me not go back to playing uh these games these great works of art they're uh, fantastic in their minus own uh minus the first one minus um, the first one minus the first one but yes a six is also generous because just i hope it makes enough money because i can i would probably enjoy watching a sequel just improve upon what needs to be improved upon and i can see it working but this right. one ain't it this ain't it this ain't it um but yeah i mean we summarized the plot the villains um the characters i i think that's all we have to say about the movie we'll cross our fingers let's see if they get greenlit for a sequel again just based off of box office numbers and uh critical reception i I don't know how this is going to be. Um, numbers aren't looking too good. And uh, the reviews, and I, you know, usually they don't go off of these type of reviews, but like critics are panning this movie like in the 30% range. Ooh. And yeah, it, it, it's, it's bad. It's bad. And and actually, I, I, I kind of want to see um, an updated um, score really quick. Um, because I, I think the last time I checked, Uncharted was... Okay, so critic-wise, it's at a 40%. And the score actually went up. This is bananas, man. This is bananas. The score went up since the last time I saw it. It was like 88 or 87, 89. It's at 90% audience really? rating. Yes. Interesting. The fans are seeing something that you and I clearly are not seeing. Are we the game. outliers? Are we the outliers? Where are the hot takes? Where are the hot takes for this huh. movie? Okay, fine. I'll gladly be a hot take. I think I know what I'm talking about. I think I, I, I this. Yeah, I think we know what we're talking about. Like, <laughs> I don't think we're absurd at all, but that's fine. I, I'm about <laughs> to take this to Twitter. I'm about to go in please, on some folks. <laughs> please, please, because some folks, <laughs> and I think we know who need to be called out sure oh <laughs> yes they do blasphemy yes blasphemy. They do. um but <laughs> that sums up our thoughts at the yonko table for uncharted uh 2022 uh let us know what you guys think about this movie if you're gonna go see it if you're kind of worried about um you know going to see it just based on if you got this far into the pod and you're wondering oh man they they kind of ripped it apart should i go see it or not i think it's worth a watch just to see an uncharted movie right just to see like okay that's nate drake that's sully that's chloe frazier and that's it go and watch it maybe you guys might see something that we're not seeing but uh, I feel like we know what we're talking about when when, when we want certain things. And we are not experts, but we are fans. We're fans, okay? <laughs> we are fans. Um, but let us know what you think. If you enjoyed what we had to say, share us around. We're on all social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at the Yonko Table. And um, yeah, we're we're interested and intrigued to see what you guys have to say about all of this. But. Um, yeah, with that all said, the Yonko table's closing out for today with Uncharted. 
I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney and fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Signing off, guys, and take care.